You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. And today we have a special guest, a fellow Black Bravo lover, Black Lives Matter supporter, (laughs) (laughs) and also the host of Mocha Minutes. We have Stephanie Sunshine Williams. Hi! Hi! Okay, so is Sunshine like really your middle name? I just need to know. It is not. It actually is not. <laughs> I don't think okay. you can even legally change a middle name, but it, it really is one that I've had. It's a nickname that I've had for years. It started with my mom and then other. It was my mom did it. And arbitrarily, one of my friends from gospel choir did it too. She's like, hi, Sunshine. I'm like, my Aww. mother calls me that. Y'all don't know each other. How is this possible? That's so cute. I call my mom sunshine sometimes. Like when I'm really feeling her, you know, I'm I'm like really in the mood for her. I'm like, wow, hey sunshine, you know. Um, and it really brightens her. And day. might I add, the way you just came on the pod was so sunshiny. Oh. The way you said, hey, I was like, whoa, <laughs> there is that sunshine she's uh, talking about. Yeah, it's mostly because I'm not a morning person. So if this was the morning, I'd be like, hey girl, hold on, let me sip three more sips of this coffee. And I actually love that, too, because that also kind of leads us to our next point with Uh-oh. you being a Leo sun, Capricorn moon. Oh, my God. And they're calling you sunshine. And Leo is ruled by the sun. I love that. Yay. Very appropriate. I, I can't um, wait. Ooh, Capricorn moon. I don't, I don't even know what that means. I'm excited. <laughs> so I guess I'll just explain real quick. And then Jay will let you know which housewives also share your same so in terms of the sun the sun is supposed to represent um your identity your ego um like i tell everyone i think it's also the person you kind of grow into i don't think it's always uh who you start off Mm -hmm. as being um and sometimes it can also uh show your relationship with your father or whoever the father figure or dominant um figure in your life i would say also so as a Leo sun, mm-hmm. it's actually a really good placement for the sun. It's the, the sun has signs that it really likes, signs that it doesn't like, and signs that it's like, well, you know, it's neutral, you know? Mm. And so when the sun is in Leo, it's like walking into your house. This is your apartment. This is your house. You know where everything is. You know, you left your remote on the couch. It's in between the cushions. You know that you have three dishes in the sink that you didn't wash this morning. Like, that's kind of how it is with a Leo sun. So they um, they can be very confident. They can be on the other end. Uh, some people say they have big egos. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> they can be very bright. A lot of times they are extroverts, not always. And I say that because also I know a lot of Leos in the beginning of life, they're kind of more shy um, and they generally become a little bit more extroverted um, as time goes on, especially after the age of 19. There seems to be some sort of metamorphosis that happens to Leos around that time. Yeah. So just think back, maybe prior to 18, you were a little something different, but I've seen it kind of countless times. So maybe it's true and it's not. Mm. I've also noticed that because Leos are more self-assured or at the very least trying to get that self-assurance, they're very big in the political circuit. I know a lot of Leo's <laughs> sons, right. I know a lot of Leo's sons that are very into politics. Not, not saying that you necessarily become a politician, but they're very big on kind of fighting for the underdog. Because Obama is a Leo. And he is a Leo. Yeah. I was absolutely. so excited. It was like, hey, but 
it's hilarious because I know how I feel about Leo men. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we can all agree. Uh, they're like, Stephanie, you're a Leo. Why do you say about Leo men? Because I've dated one girl, zero out of ten would not Different. recommend. Because <laughs> <laughs> the way it is that Leo sons also, it's like, here's the thing: there, you were here, you were placed on this earth theoretically to believe in astrology <laughs> to uh, to have the spotlight on you, right? Mm-hmm. And so generally wherever you go, the spotlight is on you in some way, shape, or form. And the way that comes out, that depends on your chart and et cetera, et cetera. But a lot of times, too, Leos also like to compete for that attention. They like to be the only ones with that kind of attention. Um, or they like to just shine in some way. So sometimes when you have, like, two Leos together, it's like we're kind of <laughs> competing. <laughs> um, and, yeah. So, <laughs> so you get that kind of aspect. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's funny because my best friend is a Leo, but she's mm-hmm. a July Leo. Mm-hmm. So, totally right? different vibes. I was yeah. like, really? It's a difference? Girl, it's a big difference between a July Leo and an August yep. Leo. And that's like a lot of the signs because that's also, you know, further down the, the astro train. But a lot, like any anytime you look at a sign, you like there's a February, March Pisces, for example, mm-hmm. like they're completely different. Like different vibes between the two. It's like, Rihanna's a February Pisces, and then Justin Bieber's a March one. They're completely different vibes <laughs> that go beyond sex and gender. Man, you know I mean, I, mean so, I saw a lot of Virgo hate on the timeline. I was like, y'all, Beyonce's a. Is it Beyonce a Virgo? Yes, she yeah. Is. It's like, I have a cousin who's a Virgo. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, y'all doing all this Virgo hate, but I thought y'all were in the Beehive because. Beyonce's a Virgo. <laughs> like uh, y'all lucky she don't. Y'all lucky she not on Twitter because she'd have lit y'all up by now. <laughs> I think Beyonce is on Twitter though. I think she has a secret account. Oh, I know she got account. a Finsta and a fake Snapchat. To. I know she yes. does. Oh, for sure. She you does. can't have all these Snapchat filters in these pictures. It's like, wait a minute, she's on Snapchat. <laughs> Notice nobody knows what it is. <laughs> she definitely does. Um, Beyonce, if you're listening, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna find it and <laughs> and follow me, please. Thank you. Anna, please follow me on your Finsta. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> Let me be your one follow. Please. Thank you. Um, and also another thing to know about Leos is that I've also noticed that they have, and I'm not saying this is necessarily your case, but they have an interesting relationship with their father. It's either hmm. their dad is like king in their life, or their dad is kind of like absent it seems to be very extreme yeah and i'm the Um, former so that is hilarious yeah yeah um and so as far as capricorn moon goes your moon is supposed to represent your emotions it's your safe place it's what you do to comfort yourself um it can represent your mother or a mother figure or the more uh, submissive parent Mm. um now, the thing about a Capricorn moon is that it's it's kind of the opposite of how like a Leo sun operates. So Capricorn, moon and Capricorn, it's not the most comfortable place to be. Oh. The moon is, it's not in its own house, which would be Cancer. Hmm. So when the moon goes to Capricorn, it's kind of like, okay, uh, I don't really know where I am. It's my first time here. You know, you don't, you're looking at the exits. Like, how do I get out of here? Like, you know. <laughs> You're wondering who's here scoping out the room. You know what I mean? So uh, Capricorn kind of represents 
it's ruled by this this planet called Saturn. So it can it represents delays, it represents rewards, it represents punishments, it represents karma. Wow. <laughs> so a lot of times Capricorn moons, and this is really fair for all Earth moons, which would be Virgo, Taurus, and Capricorn. Those are the Earth signs. But Capricorn moons especially are they're generally <laughs> they generally have a lot of expectations put onto them. Now, whether these expectations are put onto them or they just feel like they are mm. is one thing. But a lot of times people with Capricorn placements are expected to do a lot of things in the family. They're expected to have their, you know, shit together. They're expected to, <laughs> you know, bring bring the money in. They're they're more they're expected to be more serious. And a lot of times this can be a little um you know, not fair, especially as a kid, because you feel like you're just being um, put on with all these, like, I don't want to say burdens, but, you know, burdens and expectations and responsibilities. Now, on the plus side, though, I feel like in my experience with Capricorn moons is that they are, which is also true of Leo's, very loyal. Mm -hmm. They're very steady. (laughs) Like, I feel like if a Capricorn moon says they love you, they mean it. They don't just, they don't just say that for everybody. Like, they really mean it. If they want to take care of you, they actually mean it, too. Um, and being a Capricorn moon, you may or may not <laughs> have a very interesting um, relationship with your mother. A lot of times, the parent is doing, like, the most of the um, hardcore pushing. Sometimes, it ends up being the mom. Not always, though. Mm. <laughs> If I can interject here a little bit, this is a a placement I'm quite familiar with, and I'd like to speak to a few things. Um, One would be, even if you're, like, if you have siblings, even if you're not the oldest sibling, you'll feel like the oldest sibling every Mm -hmm. time. You're the more mature Mm -hmm. one. You're always the one that holds shit down. And again, like, I would say it's a super dependable placement. Like, even no matter what other placements you have, like having a fire sun, you would think you'd be like a Leo sun in particular, maybe not the most dependable sign, but that Capricorn moon is so strong. Like, if you say you're going to do something, you're doing it. And it's getting that, like, you almost always are going to want to do it yourself Mm -hmm. as well, because you feel like you are the best at whatever you do. And you know you're going to give it your all. Um, You don't fuck around about that shit. Like, you think life is like business, kind of. No! But, no, but that's a good thing. You handle everything like right. business. So, like, mm-hmm. you're somebody who is about it. Like, if shit needs to get done, that's a sign that you would be like, if you're doling out tasks, that's a sign or a placement you would want to give tasks to. And even if you give them more, they can handle it. Because, like, the perception of a Capricorn moon is that you have a lot on your plate, but it's life. You know what I mean? It's like, you're not going to, mm-hmm. you're not assigned to also complain about it. You're going to be like, fuck, that's a lot to do, but shit, I'm going to do it. Because, like, you know, I got to do it. If I'm not going to do it, right. who is? That's the kind of, but on the flip side with that is like everything is very rooted, very grounded. You feel most comfortable when you have nice things. You feel most comfortable when everything is stable, when your bills are paid for. Like some signs can fly by the, like the seat of their pants. That's not a sign that can like move every year or like they can just like, fuck, I'll quit my job and I'll figure it out later. That's not that type of sign. Your Leo may make you more spontaneous, but that Capricorn is always going to like, root you in I need to have my shit together I can do whatever I want as long as my shit's mm-hmm. together it's also um Capricorn moon I find in general and you'll see in these housewives 
is one of the funniest signs yeah. to me. Like it's mm-hmm. uh, in a dry way though. Capricorn. So it's like a super like smart, quick, mm. but like dry. And Capricorn lit. placements in general, I've found have a lot of dry humor. And I want to say Capricorn sun or moon or rising was a pretty popular placement in a lot of comedians mm. also. Yeah. It's super, like the super dry, <laughs> straightforward humor. Um, because that's kind of how you approach life. You're like, oh, shit happens. And it's just, I got to make the best of what I can. I, just, I, I still feel red. It's, it's like, because I'm like, that is so <laughs> me. Like, yeah, I because I am the oldest in my family. So it does feel mm-hmm. like um, okay. I'm always the one that kind of holds things together. Like my mother... Even though I'm an adult, and I, at first I thought it was because I was adult, but it's maybe because I'm a woman and I'm the oldest, but I'm the person that she always leans on to, you know, keep her afloat. And like, if you give me something, I'm going to do it, no matter how dog tired I am. Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't yep. doesn't matter. I'm just going to do it. Um, mm-hmm. it. It's so interesting. I'm like, oh my god, this is my life. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would encourage you. I know you guys are gonna actually like. You're gonna roll your eyes Uh-oh. when I say this. I would encourage you to slow down and oh, relax. Can't do it. Sorry. Take a, yeah, I know you can. <laughs> but you can take a deep breath. And if you can't do that, then find somebody that understands that that's just how y'all operate. Because I think a lot of times they get a lot of criticism too. And um, and Leos can also invite a lot of criticism, but their criticism comes from envy. Um, whereas criticism to ourselves or criticism to others from oh. other people, I think comes from like envy because you know you walk in, you see somebody who didn't even do anything, they just walk in the room, and everyone's like, "Wow, hey, how are you? I like your shirt." I like, you know what I mean? Like Leo kind of has that energy mm-hmm. a lot of times, and I think Cap- Capricorn gets criticism from other people in terms of material and what are you doing you're not doing it Mm. well enough kind of kind of criticism um but i would encourage you to just find somebody that um understands that you guys are just gonna work and that's that is what it is and that's how you operate and you're not really gonna share your feelings unless someone is pushing and prodding you to do so is stephanie getting red again (laughs) 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 and even then you might try to rationalize and you need to realize you really can't um and you know and that's all i had to say on that so jay if you want to um talk about the housewives that have these signs okay yeah steph you said you wanted some astrology info so we gave you a little extendo and we didn't even get into everything we got into your sun and your moon we didn't even you're a sag rising which has a whole other thing so you're rising or ascendant they're they're both the same thing they Mm -hmm. use interchangeably um it means so some people describe it as kind of the face mm. you put on. Really. It's when I meet you as a person, it's the first thing I notice about you because the ascendant or the rising also rules the body. So depending on what sign is on there and what that sign means, it can also kind of describe your general shape. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um Sages tend to be a little larger hips. That's all I'm gonna say. Damn, but... that's why. This, man, that's my probably why. That's not my son's son because I am not hippie. <laughs> so, um, 
so when it's a Sag, like Sag is ruled by Jupiter, which is the planet of luck. It's the planet of humor. It's actually kind of kind of the opposite of like what your moon is. So there's a, you got a lot of energy going on here. But um, <laughs> so generally, probably when people first meet you, they might um, see you as more of like a jovial person. It might mm-hmm. not be true, but they might see you as more of um, someone who's a little bit more humorous. Sag also rules travel. So you might be somebody that likes to travel a lot or you might have to travel mm-hmm. a lot for work and also rules teaching. So you might be somebody that finds a lot of joy in teaching or being taught things. Um, and it also can rule religion. So you might be religious or you might mm-hmm. be spiritual or because everything works in opposites in the world. You might be anti. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> That's generally what it means, but generally it's like the first impression and it kind of describes your body, but there's a whole lot that goes into it. It's not just you're a sash or you're, you look like this. Otherwise, there'd be no variation mm, in the world. Okay. You know? oh, thank you. Wow. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, there. that's you and that's the like little snapshot of you. So let's get into the housewives that <laughs> are <laughs> Steph-like. Okay. So We'll start off with your Leo son. And like we already said, that's your personality, your ego, your overall, like if we broke these down into percentage, what would take up the most of you? Mm-hmm. That's the most recognizable mm-hmm. you to mm-hmm. most people. So you're Carol <laughs> and Tinsley from Roni. Um, from Rones, you're Amber Marchese oh, and Daniel Amber. Staub. Oh my God. <laughs> the fact that between those two, it's fuck Amber. I mean, yeah, fuck Amber, but like, how so do you, where do you I land on like Danielle? Danielle? Do you like Danielle or no? Maybe the first season, for, to a certain extent, I didn't mind her. But when she came back and that Brazil shit that she tried, I was like, girl, I'm sorry, but who are you? <laughs> who are I'm like, wait a minute, who are you? Marge is better than me because I wouldn't have just pushed her husband in the pool. I would have jumped in the pool after I pushed him and then put his head under the water. You're better than me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so not a huge Danielle fan, unfortunately. Um, I don't really watch Dallas. We don't really watch Dallas, but I, you're Tiffany mm. from Real Housewives of Dallas. The wait, the, the um, you're Tiffany from a season Peggy one or S. the new one. Go ahead. Oh, okay, okay, I can from see from season one. Um, you're a Peggy S from Real Housewives of Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's not that great. And if we're talking Miami, you're a Lisa H. Um, Peggy did what I wanted to do with um, Megan Kick Edmonds, but it's like, girl, you don't really put your hands on people and shush them, but believe me, I felt every minute of it when she did it. It's like, yeah, you need to be quiet. Yeah, MKE is annoying. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so those are all Um, your Leo sons, so how do you feel so far? I, man, I hate (laughs) Amber. Oh, (laughs) sorry. I can't get over that, but I, I... I think when it came to like Bethany and Carol fighting, I was team Carol. So that kind of tracks and also justice for Tinsley. And I'm a Dorinda fan. And I was like, okay, so what's going on? But I also am not stupid. I'm like, there's something that we don't see that Dorinda sees. Cause we only see a snapshot. So I'm like, I, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to sit here. Like she's very innocent, but yeah. Okay, so actually, Bethany gets brought up in your Capricorn moon. So again, with your emotions and all of that other stuff, we're talking, you're in a Viva, a Cindy, and a Bethany yeah. from Roni. Right, which is an interesting spread. But 
Okay. I mean, all right. So you're a Melissa Gorga, Jacqueline, and a Dolores from Fair. New Jersey. I rewatched, so sidebar, I rewatched season seven of Jersey. And mm-hmm. then season eight, you know, that okay. was, um, season seven was the first season of Dolores and Siggy Flicker. And then season eight, Siggy lost her damn mind. And Margaret also came. Like, I stopped <laughs> just rewatching season eight. I'm like, I can't watch Siggy mm-hmm. right now. Just no. Just a thousand times no. But I don't mind that. I don't mind the Melissa Gorga and the Dol- Dolores. And yeah, no, don't mind that at all. Okay. Um, from Roa, the first Roa group, you're Candy and Kenya. <laughs> oh, Obi. I know, I know. He's probably listening like, oh, See, I don't really have a big problem with Candy, but Homegirl lost her mom when she was trying to justify being a jackass about Chick-fil-A. I'm like, girl, shut up. You were like... So she was in Chick-fil-A. What did she say about you know Chick-fil-A? When you get food from Chick-fil-A, I haven't um gone there in years because, well, they don't like queer people, so I don't want their chicken. And besides, I've had better chicken somewhere else. Anyway, so <laughs> she, you know how they always say my pleasure when they give you stuff. The person said, of mm-hmm. course, instead of my mm-hmm. pleasure. And then Candy went, talked about it on her IG story and people were looking at her like what are you doing and she's like I can't believe y'all mad at me because I was upset that they said of course and not my pleasure it's in their handbook oh my god yo why you get mad at me oh then I found out if they don't say it the right way I get a free chicken sandwich and one of my chicken sandwiches we bought was supposed to be spicy they both original (laughs) like oh shut the hell up then why didn't you go back and get your right sandwich like what are you doing Ma'am, <laughs> I just want to completely mm-hmm. sidebar the sidebar, and I want to bring up the fact that Candy is a Capricorn Moon, and mm-hmm. you see her relationship with her mother, um, and you see how she's bringing up the rules in the handbook because Capricorn also rules rules in handbooks. That's yeah, so it's kind of like, yeah, I don't have that tumultuous relationship. It was like, ooh, man, it's like, girl, yeah. <laughs> wow, it, girl, it was a sandwich. I'm sitting here like, okay. you're mad that she said. Of course, and not my pleasure. And now I'm upset. I'm like, did you eat your chicken sandwich or no, sis? But a lot of people get mad when people say, of course. Apparently, it's considered rude. But, yeah. Of course, or like, no problem. Like, those are considered yeah, rude. Yeah, it's kind of like, like you go. Know, so the not a problem thing, I've, from a business standpoint, I have walked away from it because I don't know what... Um, I heard it in a class in a training about like saying not a problem to someone. It could be offensive. So I've changed it to no worries. So I've heard it yeah. in business. I've heard of the not a problem one, but the of course, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that one That's is, that it, it's, it's interesting. And I'm in HR. So I'm sitting here like, maybe I want to do some digging on this. Of course thing. The not a problem thing is like, some yeah. people go, I didn't say it was a problem, but what, what are you doing? So Right, because it didn't yeah. we said right, there are right. That so I get that one, but the of course I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have to do some digging because that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, hmm. right. I'm like, I'm okay. so confused. I'm like, wait, what? Okay, uh, why is that a problem? And I'm trying to think. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's so asinine and so this? it's so yeah. Karen, and I'm like, Candy, what are you doing? 
you're doing the absolute most. And it's like, ma'am, no one didn't make you do it. You literally put it on your IG story. Girl, why don't y'all put stuff in the drafts or get a group chat? <laughs> put it in the group chat. Right. Awesome. It's like that's a group chat I'm thing. I was like, and it's so first yeah, world like problems. I'm like, I'm sorry. Did she throw your food at you? Did she not say hello to you? Did she snatch your money? None of that. You are doing this because she said, "Of course," and not my pleasure. Right? And all you like, wanted what? was a free chicken sandwich out of it. My ass. also candy baby you to buy a franchise. Cool. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Stop it. You don't but, need the free right. Why you want? Why are you going okay. to a restaurant Stop. and you own too, girl? What are we doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I wrong? <laughs> I, well, see, right. Ain't OLG supposed to have fried chicken? Um, Why are you going to Chick Fil A for take it? Salt and pepper to taste to the next extreme, from what I hear. But I was Ooh, like, oh, I was like, but I was like, the food looks so same good. Thing. If I go to Atlanta, Honestly. it's like I have two places I kind of want to go. Slutty Vegan is one. The other one is Old Lady Yang. But when y'all said too salty, I'm like, like they're too heavy okay, handed? so. I taste salt in Diet Coke, so I'm probably not going to like this. Yes, Diet Coke is so salty. I'm like, all I taste is sodium. Damn. To me, and everybody was just like, what? Well, you know, all sodas have sodium. All sodas have sodium in it. But for some reason, Diet Coke, I can always taste it. That's why I can't drink it. And I'm the only saying it just for me. But it's like, I can taste it in the plain one, but like the flavored ones, not really. And not in Coke Zero. But that's not really diet. I don't, I don't know what kind of um, razzle dazzle they put in it. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is so random. Definitely razzle dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Capricorn Moon. So the rest of them, I'll just go through them quickly. So you, you're from R H O B H. You're Taylor and Camille, right? Okay. Um, Real Housewives of Orange County. You're Peggy T. This time. And from Miami, you're oh, yeah. Adriana you and Mary Soul. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she's funny, Adriana. She was very funny. Mary Soul. I miss her. You know, Soul? I, her mom, I don't so. know. She was all right, but because that was sad. Okay, was yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah, Mama Elsa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's you as a housewife. <laughs> um, and because we always like to play a little game, a little icebreaker, even though like. I think that has to be broken at this point, but why not? Um, this game we will call Truth or Malarkey. And this is inspired by Biden's campaign slogan, No Malarkey. It disappeared <laughs> back in 2018, 2019 because it wasn't getting any traction and it shouldn't have. Bring but it back. I'm bringing it back tonight. So, so we will. Yeah, I'm excited. So it's for all my politicians out there. You know, we don't only mm-hmm. talk about housewives on here, okay? We care about real news, real issues. So I'm just going to bring up five points that I found interesting in Biden's 100-day plan promise. And you're going to tell me if you think that he will really um, go forward with pursuing this, truth, or if you think he's just saying that to get the vote, okay. which he did. Malarkey. So, first one was... Ready. Assemble a coronavirus task force and increase coronavirus testing. Truth. truth. He's already got his folks picked out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say truth because I was listening to CNN earlier and he's already like mm-hmm. as a president-elect, he's doing a hell of work and mm-hmm. in terms of coronavirus specifically. So yeah, I'll say okay. truth on that too. Relieve student debt. 
by ten thousand to fifty thousand dollars. Now, the fifty thousand I haven't seen really reported. Fifty thousand might be fake news because I saw it on Twitter, but I put it in there anyway. But I did see a promise of the first ten thousand mm. being forgiven. So, truth or malarkey? Ten thousand, like the first per 10, person. Thousand dollars in student loan debt, whatever mm. that is, per person. Ten to fifty. Yeah, malarkey. malarkey. I'm very. I want to say yes because I feel like ten thousand is a better number than fifty. <laughs> right, that feels more realistic than fifty. But I'm nervous. That would be so impactful and be such a good way to be remembered as the president took ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars off whatever that means ten thousand dollars per person. Oh. I'm assuming that would be very dope. But it sounds like you know when you walk into the office with rose colored glasses and they show them every year how they're aging fast. It's one of those you walk in there first. You thought, oh, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> In reality, I'm, yeah, Ooh, I don't know how fast. It's scary because Biden can't afford to be. Yeah, fast. I know. I mean, we we want Kamala to be the president, but you know, we ain't, we don't want you to die. <laughs> um. Okay. Third one is rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. True. True. Okay. Reverse Trump's tax cut, which would raise corporate tax, uh, corporate income tax to twenty eight percent from twenty one percent. And it ensures Americans that earn less than four hundred thousand that they will not pay more in taxes. I think truth. He's ho- he's holding. He's been holding on to that. Mm-hmm. I argue that that was one of the reasons, main reasons why people didn't True. want to vote for him if they didn't want to. All these people yeah. who's making like, oh my gosh, you um, want to raise our taxes? Do you make over four hundred thousand? Well, I mean, um, I make thirty eight a year, but still, <laughs> my taxes, girl. <laughs> right it actually was a really big twitter fight and i was like who are these twitter stock people that seem to have all this money that they're talking about i'm like if you do not make it's like i know y'all not, not the same people that was arguing about 40 dollar dates talking about four hundred thousand dollars a year i know y'all lying basically if you qualified for the the stimulus package it was like wait a not... minute it's like, child, y'all don't even want <laughs> to give your girl twenty dollars if she asks because she's short twenty dollars and her baby father's not giving her money <laughs> give me it's the principal but we're talking about for... right what right y'all are over here asking right it's like i mean would it be so, i saw something on twitter where some dude served food out of a dustpan and you think this is okay um Penitentiary. Yes, I saw Get that in my face. No, girl, 50, <laughs> 50 paper plates is like a dollar and fifty cent. What are you doing? I you mean... better off giving it to me on a napkin than a dustpan. What the? I would take it off the counter before I take it off <laughs> like, the fucking dustpan. Are you playing with me? And and it had the nerve to have this like thick ass gravy cheese. I didn't even like also food it. on a daggone um. Dustpan, and I was like, "Okay, so I don't have a question. I have all the questions." Like, all right, I'm like, "I need yeah. how, how, how many <laughs> there are multiple do questions because I, yeah. I have tons of questions." It's like what? <laughs> <gasps> the ghetto, the bar. It's low. All right, and the last one: stop family separation at the U.S. Mexico border. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So it seems like. You mostly think that Biden is telling the truth, except for the yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I don't them. know, and I know people love bringing up that the cages were built by the Obama administration, and I'm like, I, 
I love y'all bringing <laughs> this up. Yeah, and, I and know. And then I see the year that they bring up is 2014. And I was like, oh, was that after the Republican Congress? It is. It's after the Republican Congress. I Sure. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Right. <sighs> well, mm -hmm. we wait and see right now. It's Wu Chile. It's like, yup. Mm, wow. Low average. <laughs> it's like we take a deep breath, but then it's also like not too deep. <laughs> we got to see what else is happening now. We have a lot to do in between also today <laughs> exactly. and the inauguration. But um, <laughs> okay, that's my job. So, anyway, <laughs> back to my job. So, we are going to cover mm -hmm. Real Housewives of Potomac, Put Your Girl By, <laughs> season five, episode 15. That was a mouthful. Um, in which, obviously, in the title, the ladies head to Madeira, Portugal. So, at the top of the episode, we like to give everything a rating on an A plus to F scale. Obviously, A plus is the best episode you have seen thus far from Potomac um, franchise history. And F, obviously, is the worst. So, what you are said you letters, Stephanie. So, I would yeah. give this, and it's only because, well, we have somebody on there who has four degrees. I'm going to give it a C plus. I mean, but wow. if we're if we're doing if we're you know wow. ready on a curve, I'll give okay. you a B minus. Jay, wow. what were you what were you thinking? Okay, I was thinking B wow. plus for two okay. specific well, reasons. One, to see Giselle even get mm -hmm. a percentage of the comeuppance I need mm. for, for her to get. <laughs> Woo! That's gonna chill up my spine. Mm -hmm. I was so excited to see that. <laughs> Number two, I called last week's episode, we called last week's episode Groundhog Day like, because seriously. I no can't one, listen no, to no them talk cares. about the fight another fucking moment. So the, like, seriously. So the fact that this episode, mm -hmm. even though it wasn't jam-packed, it moved on in some way, shape, or form, and it wasn't the okay. focal point, B plus for me. Okay. Um, I have been willing to give it a B minus. Um, which meant if I was waiting on a curve, I would give it a B. So it looks like we're all kind of collectively mm -hmm. giving it a B minus. Which yeah, it's not a bad I can score. Go home with. I can I can feel fine with that. It's not you know it's not a bad score. It's not a terrible score. You could have done better, but yeah. you also passed. I, I mean, hey. Um, and oh, let's get into it. So it starts off with this little montage. We got. Baby Dean doing some sort of exercises with Ashley. She's having, you know, a moment with her child. It's, that's fine. Um, <laughs> that's also a storyline that keeps happening. And, and, and that's fine. So we also see Giselle. It looks like she's packing. Um, you know, we also see Robin. And she's on the phone FaceTiming with Wendy. And she says, did you see the latest going on with Candace? And the latest that they are talking about is the fact that Monique is now <laughs> counter-suing Candace. <laughs> so how do we feel about Candace? Monique is so full of shit. <laughs> I, I, you know what? And I've been saying this she for really literally is. weeks. I'm so, I'll be so glad when this season is over because, man, people are so split. And I like it. But I also don't like it because I'm like, guys, I promise you, I it's okay to say they're both wrong and not someone's more wrong. 
Um, but but I still remember how this was presented mm-hmm. back in October. So I think that's the interesting thing that make a lot of people very upset. It was like y'all presented it like absolutely. Oh, she's like I had to defend myself. I'm like, oh okay, well that makes sense. Somebody because it became she threw a drink in my face and that's why I defended myself. I'm like, yeah, because throwing a drink in someone's face is insult. And then you look at it like, so okay, um, Monique, I hear you. <clears throat> But Candace is better than me because I'd have punched you right in your goddamn face. Period. It's like, I don't know. Like, you won't stop talking mm. to me like you're crazy. Mm. You're like, she had her finger in my face. You kept talking to her like she is crazy. If Monique, if Candace really wanted to fight you, she'd have walked her ass right around that cable and got in your face. Like, she did not get in your face. I'm like, there's exactly. a whole table. There's no way. And if I hear one yeah. talk about this fucking butter knife so much, so I had to, I'm like, let me go back and watch because maybe I, y'all saw something that I didn't. I'm like, Wait a minute. You mean the no. butter knife Mm-mm. that actually literally looked at fall? That butter knife? Didn't she tell you get the fuck out of her house? Wait a minute. See? Now I'm getting upset. I'm like, if I tell you to get out, I'm going to call now one. <laughs> so yeah. Hi. I had an intruder in my house. They wouldn't leave. So I stabbed her with a butter knife. See? how? See? Totally different. This is how you know Candace is not a fighter. Because I would have removed Ashley. And I would have punched Monique in her face. Because that was not... I was like, any other mm. time. She kept walking away from you you gonna stop talking to me now it's crazy i'm like don't be like she provoked me really why you ain't punch robin robin got right in your face and followed you down the street it didn't even occur to you to put your hands on her yeah you can miss me with this whole she provoked me so much you are so right. full of shit you can't lie to your pastor excuse me he's a man of god you're not right. supposed to be lying to him and say she didn't deserve that but now Make a song and keep with this. She deserved it. I'm sorry, baby. Is it Uchi Wally or one mic? Which one is it? Did she not deserve it or did she? Girl, <laughs> play with somebody else. Girl, you better okay. get Rudolph. He want to play your reindeer games, not me. It's like, come on. I'm like, Monique, you, you don't have to lie. And it's like, it's just say you were mad. I'm like, I am mad. There's a lot of shit going on in my life and I am mad. It's okay for you to be mad. Don't be like, oh, it's got to be right. somebody I'm else's fault. I'm like, it really you. doesn't. You can just be mad. You could be mad at the whole situation. But don't, then so, well, she brought up the lawyers and I couldn't call her. That's some bullshit. You could actually ask for a mediation. I'm no lawyer, but let's ask a lawyer. You don't think the person you pay to say, can we do but a mediation you... so this gets squashed? No, you didn't You didn't do it because you didn't want to. Stop playing. Right, you had a week in between, so if you right. were really about it, you would have been apologized, you said you but you didn't. Call her, so it's like, yeah, counter right, it really not, didn't, because it's like, the countersuit makes sense <laughs> if you're a lawyer. It's like, that's what most lawyers will tell you to do, but it's interesting, a lot of people saying Candace went too far, didn't say that to Kenya when she definitely pressed charges against Portia. Oh, and Portia went to jail. They, she, uh, yeah, it was like a day. But they did. I'm not. I she did. Jail. I sound like Luann. She <laughs> got arrested. She has a very beautiful mugshot because she turned herself in. But best believe, no one told Kenya she was wrong for pressing charges. I'm like, you're, we're grown ups. This is not high school, middle mm-hmm. school, elementary school fighting. We are adults with bank accounts and legal teams. Put your hands mm-hmm. at me. You're going to fucking jail. Karen said it to her face. And you didn't go, mm. oh, that's totally wrong. I'm like, excuse me, Karen just reiterated. Why are you yep. acting like it, it's not true? Because a lot of people who are teaming on me, Monique, they have never answered this question for me. Nobody ever. I'm like, you know what's really funny? Y'all wouldn't be team Monique if she put her hands on Karen. All of a sudden, they'd be like, uh-uh, no, she's an animal and she need to go. I've been watching Housewives way too long. I know how this goes. Right. It's because you don't like, it's like, 
she's not Candace is not very well liked. That's why it's fine. Because if she had hit Robin, it probably would have been like fine too. Yeah. Um, it's like if she had, if she had hit Ashley, it probably would be more people going, Oh my god, that's bad, but not as many. Because the person who really has it coming is not Candace, it's Ashley. I was Which, like, I'm as like, much as she has ever said, please. It's like as much as much shit has she been doing. So for her to say Candace is combative and Giselle and everybody's business, I'm like, wait a minute, who just said that? I know it's not Ashley who did Google searches on Robin's finances, who puts her nose in Robin's relationship, marriage. I'm sorry, not marriage because they weren't married, but relationship. You had a pro- you had no problem going around about Karen's finances. You had no problem getting in Katie's business and Monique's business, and also okay, you get your you have your nose in everybody's business. I'd have pinched you by now. It's like if you don't stop talking, I'm going to I'm gonna be blow. I better walk away from you before I be blowing up on your ass. Every time I'm like, that's the best way. I gotta walk away. <laughs> Before I get to blow it up for your ass. You yeah. Drag you up in this bitch. Candy said that. Candy said that too. I'm like, I believe her. Candy looks crappy as fuck. Yeah, she knocked <laughs> it out. No problem. Um, yeah, and so the next scene, you know, we have Candace and she's packing her luggage. She's on the phone with her friend and she's saying, like, I think I should get some new luggage. I feel so terrible. She's <laughs> like, Yeah, go, go get that luggage. Oh, feel better. Oh, gospel choir. Uh-huh. I love I love gospel choir friends because they right. always oh, the realest ones, I swear. I swear. <laughs> it's like man gospel choir yeah, Cliff is a true the best sweetie. out of there because they be like, girl, I know you went crazy, but I'm still in your corner. You know, he's just supporting her as she's reeling from the fact that Monique had the right. quote-unquote gall. I mean, I understand it from a legal point, but it's kind of um, like, y'all what? were friends, and I feel like y'all could have talked about this, and you just chose not to. And it, it doesn't help. Right. And it's bad. It's bad on Monique's part, because if they were going to talk, it was... Yeah, it's like, Candace is not coming to you. It's like, oh, you don't have remorse and you don't care about me. I'm like, oh, we really aren't friends. Because it's like, everybody keeps forgetting. Monique is the one who said they weren't. Oh, it was facade. We're not real friends. I'm like, yeah, you don't think that she don't remember that's what she said? It's like, Karen didn't tell her to do nothing. She has her opinion, and it's like, oh, no, I'd have pressed charges. I'm sorry. I probably would have, too. But then again, I'm like, I don't know, because I've never been in a physical fight with a friend. It's different if it's just people that a person that you just don't like. That's totally different. You know, oh, oh, I'm definitely going to like, like, lay every fucking charge I can at you because we're not cool. But y'all were friends. It's like you can't be like, this is a fake relationship. And you had that person around your children. See, for me, I'm like, I don't have children. And I'm still like, yeah, you don't just bring any old body around your children, especially small children. Why yeah, inviting them to the house to the point like, where they know like Candace you're by name. Mad. It's like you're mad at her for even entertaining Gigi. You don't want to say you don't want to lie, and they stopped y'all from doing it because I'm like, yeah, because that's still not making any sense. Because if she's not the one who did it, why are you mad at Candace? You're mad that she's still friends with Sharice. You're mad that she entertained Gigi. Why are you even breaking bread with Giselle if you're the one that she was involved? You're saying she was involved. Why are you breaking bread with Giselle? Why have you not jumped down Ashley's throat? Mm. It's like, wh- why? I'm like, why the special things for Candace? Because when you think Candace right. is like, oh, like, let's talk about loyalty. I'm like, you surely aren't mad at Karen. And Karen gave the advice. And mind you, she gave advice to a friend talking about her other friend. Girl, mm-mm. Karen, you too old for this. 
And she tweeted out that night. She was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm still team Karen, da-da-da, to make it clear. Because you knew what it was. Karen's going to tell you the real in that right. and she no would have sued your ass. So if you Karen ever think about raising a hand to her, Monique, think again, bitch. But I don't think a lot of people will be in Monique's corner if she hit Karen. You're like, I'm like, and no, and no one's proving me wrong. Oh, I'm like, oh, don't worry. I'm waiting for y'all to prove me wrong. <laughs> Why do you think she going out of her way to say, oh, no, I love Karen and she's very supportive. Mm-hmm. I'll be watching anybody, my friend, tell my other friend to sue me. And then it's like, oh, my God, Candace, right. she could go to jail. Why? You don't care about her children. I'm sorry. They're not right. my children. Why? Yeah. Are you, and why should I care more about your children than you do? And all you had to do was like there have a conversation like, uh-huh. hey, I don't especially don't tell two, three different people that she didn't deserve that. But now you're acting like she did. So it was this a lie or are you lying now to save face because people support you? See, that's the other thing. She got people behind her. It's not like she out there lonely by herself. People like people like Monique more than they like Candace. And it's very, very obvious. Which mm-hmm. she has a very strong fan base. Like her I people mean, you know, are right. I'm like, wait a minute. You mad at Candace? canceling on a podcast that nobody fucking going to i know you lying ma'am you sold 25 tickets girl <laughs> i'm sorry what? she wasn't the draw for your podcast they're not coming to see her it's called not for lazy moms Candace ain't no mama what you doing it's like girl now you grasping at straws it's like it's like it's not making sense this is a sand castle monique it don't make no sense um, sometimes anger just doesn't make sense i get it and 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 if and it just bothers me that Monique was had the nerve to be upset that Candace pulled out. I'm like, yo, and you keep being shitty to me, but I, I, I really wish, I really wish they yeah, had edited the um like, season better, close to the timeline, because the way that she was treating Candace at the lake house makes total sense when you're like, oh, the, y'all went to the lake house after she said, I'm not doing your podcast. I was like, because I was like, why is she so mad at her? It didn't make sense. I'm like, now it makes sense. But also, she said it at the, like maybe like October, what, 21st, 24th, something like that. Podcast, the podcast wasn't until October 16th. Girl, why are you acting like she pulled out the day before? What are you doing? See? Nope. That, mm, girl. And also, all you did was want mm-hmm. her to come on so you could embarrass her. Because had y'all not fallen out about whatever nothing that y'all fell out about, you would have then had her on stage and been <laughs> like, sweetie, how are you in a honeymoon stage and you didn't go on a honeymoon because you're broke? I mean, and then how would that have gone? Right. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, She's so pissed why? she didn't get to do that. Like, like gotcha on so stage live. I'm like, Monique, you don't have to do all of this. People just like you because of you. You don't it's weird. I was like, what would have Candace's storyline been after this fight? Hi, question. What was Monique's storyline without this fight? She wasn't my favorite, even when right, I Candace will always end up came into the season. Because last season, I was like, you go, I'm like, I get it, girl. I'm Never. Like, Ashley deserves this, but Fama was like, okay, that's a little too far. It's like, there's something, I'm like, mm, you're a little too far. So I didn't really like her, but I also didn't really like Monique. Because I'm like, girl, you are really upset that of all people, okay. Giselle Bryant is not impressed with you. Girl, this is not NFL Wives. She don't give a shit about any of that. And I'm like, why do you care? I'm like, how dare she not be impressed with my four homes? Because she not. Now what? Now what? Baby, life goes on. 
It's like, please. It's like, it's okay. She don't have to be impressed with you. Mm. I'm like, why are you trying to impress Giselle? Why? Of all people, to be honest. Right, she's no prize. But yeah. on that note, so, the, I mean, the next scene, it's it's Monique and Karen, and they're having some sort of breakfast brunch situation. <laughs> Couldn't really tell what time of day it was. Because she got the tart on? I was like, is this brunch or lunch? Or what, what are y'all, where are y'all at? What time of day is this? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here but you know it's just again Groundhog's Day with Monique milking a situation no- that quite honestly there is no milk to and <laughs> she's out here talking about yeah you know I'm, I'm in a better place I'm, I'm gaining the weight back you know I lost I'm like girl stop it okay if, and if you did lose just, weight it's because you knew girl, you were dead I'm sitting here like, why you- um, it's interesting that everybody's like oh my god poor Monique she's going through stuff um I'm sure she is because it's like you want to have to do some soul searching and how did I get to be 36 years old because she just turned 37 and I'm like fighting. I can't have the words. You mad that Candace won that verbal fight and she did because it was like a joke until you started putting your hands on her. So that would have been like, girl, please don't put your hands on me. Don't you don't touch me. Mm -hmm. Don't touch me. You can't. uh, What girl? What are you doing? It's like, I'm getting better, but everybody's making fun of Candace in her post-it notes, which part of me is like chuckle, chuckle, but also, boy, it's like, I want, I'm like, extending empathy to Monique, I think is good, but y'all could extend some Candace, hashtag, the hashtag y'all. It's like, y'all can extend some, she got beat on national television. And up until this point. Right. And up until this point, By someone she was the one who got friend. all the nastiness and she yeah. didn't say, it. she didn't really say anything. And then people are like, oh my God, why is she so upset? Because right now, for months, people have been attacking her because they like Monique. And they're like, you don't throw no drink in nobody's face and think ain't nobody going to fuck you up. But that's not what happened. And then everybody, people are like, don't care, still team Monique because team Monique because they don't like Candace. Excuse me, baby. No. Because Candace could have also charges. talked to some outlets right. and then disputed the story she didn't do all that we only found out really through watching it mm. right she pressed yeah. charges but what that's what's so interesting to me and also i'd like to agree with you not to skip too much ahead but like the whole post-it note thing i had mm-hmm. laughed at it and i was kind of annoyed by it when they showed it and I, I was thinking maybe it was the way they shot it because today the way this episode made it seem i was like yeah. oh yeah. okay these actually make like, a little I, more I sense and they're a little less of a joke yeah. than i had thought but okay and even the, even the castmates that are defending her it's not really giselle and robin defending candace to a, in a way of man what you did is really fucked up it was like we all know candace is annoying but you don't put your hands on people it's like so i hear you but that's not really defending candace it's more of Stop being an animal on television, which um, she don't represent all black women. She don't. She she can only represent herself. She should feel right. embarrassed. Right. And But I gave her right. air when she said she didn't have remorse yet. That is honestly fine. It's like, I'm not going to coax you out of an apology that y'all tried to coax Candace out of in front of the group with Ashley. It's very interesting that you like, oh, no, you ain't going to make me apologize. You mean like how y'all did with Candace? Because Candace, oh, by the way, is, I think, maybe the youngest. If not, Ashley's the youngest. Her and Ashley are very close in age. And I know Obi said which one was oldest. I remember him saying that. I just don't remember which one he said. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only a few months difference, I think he said. But yeah, I can't I remember I which I one agree. he said. I'm just like, 
Oh, if it's yeah. months, then it would probably be Ashley because she's a Gemini. Okay, okay. yeah, because I because he so did. I, I was like, I couldn't remember, and I know he told me. Yeah, the older, yeah, yeah. the older one. I was like, I just, and I'm like, I've been saying for a little while that Potomac is probably the best ensemble cast of Housewives in a minute. I could, and it's like because Atlanta used to be like that up until I think maybe around hands seven, down five, six, seven eight somewhere around there. Um. But Potomac, hands down, is a great ensemble because, and it may be just because I don't have a favorite on there per se. I, I think a lot of people have been having good season. Robin has been, by the way. And like, I agree with Funky Dineva when he said the person that I would probably be coolest with off the show is Robin. Because she does seem like she's the one that just has to have fun. Girl, we drinking shorties in the park. I'm all for it. I will bring my nephew. I don't have no kids. So my nephew will come here and we'll drink shorties in the park. I think Robin is probably coolest. And I and I some I've always liked <laughs> Robin. Um, so it's interesting. But I like bits and pieces of everybody on that show. Um, maybe not Ashley so much, but um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most part, everybody. I liked Katie as friend of and not as a housewife because nope. she'd have caught it by now. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, where was this, Katie? <laughs> Your bad wig and say, oh, girl, my wig is so Yeah, she was up. a great like, friend of. What? Where were you? And I was going to say, I guess and the only thing um, else worthy noting of that scene is that Cameron kind of drops the ball and lets it be known to Monique that they are in fact going to cash shit and she isn't. Which Ellen should have just told her. And she's like, We're, I'm playing a tip trip, but because of everything that happened, it would be best if you don't come. But mind you, Monique said that out of her mouth. She's like, if y'all have group stuff, you don't don't feel like you have to invite me. She said that to the group. So I don't know why she Yeah, it's like, oh, you don't have to invite me, but, but you know, still invite you me so I can say no. But I want to go. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Which is why Ashley was like, I was just holding out to tell her. Like, no, bitch, you were scared of like, you were kind of nervous to tell right, her because you knew she was going to be a little right. bit and, like And Damn. Milani, I'm like, girl, she is four. Let her be extremely so... cute. Her children are beautiful. <laughs> it's like, girl. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'll give her that. Um, and then yeah, also stunning. decides that she needs to confront Karen about Karen's comments um, in regards to if it had been Karen, she would have sued. Which I didn't really think needed to be brought up. I don't think Karen said it necessarily in a malicious way, which is very point, you know, point blank. Like, yeah, like if I was dragged across a fucking wine table in public, yeah, I would press charges against you but that's also that's something the granddaughter you do not see you would not see the granddom scrapping anywhere and sidebar (laughs) a lot because there's like a it's not really um team candace it's not some it's not really team monique as opposed to anti-candace it's really interesting everyone keeps bringing up that she called her a hood rat ghetto bitch and i'm like y'all you didn't realize this was after she put her hands on her i'm sorry you put your hands on me Hands-on means all bets are off. I will talk about your dead mama. Don't you ever put your hands on me. I'm like, we're not mm-hmm. giving her that space. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't talk about her like a dog. And she, one, fucked up my wig. And two, hit me on national television. I'm like, I'm sorry. Y'all act like y'all wouldn't. I'm like, that's very interesting because I know at least three-fourths of y'all are lying. Right. You're not mad that she called you a yeah, bitch. You're, you're mad that she called you hood. I'm like, Again, if that's the worst thing she said about, about her, 
But I mean, how know, bad is that? It, this is what it is. I'm like, I don't know. Because a lot of people who that she called so Ashley a bedwitch, like, uh, bed uh, like he called you hood rat. I know his dick is allegedly brown, but he's still a white man. So I don't know where that was coming from. <laughs> it's like, girl, girl. Mm. <laughs> and in the next scene, we are now with Ashley and Michael. Um, Ashley's giving Michael instructions as to how to behave when she is not here in front of his face. Right. And she actually asks him, are you going to behave? Um, which I thought was very telling. <laughs> where she is right but what's but he going to say no. really saying anything I think he said of course but there was definitely a pause I definitely remember right. uh, feeling awkward like he's going to say no I'm going to go and put my dick in <laughs> two other women no, did you course. think that's what he was going to say <laughs> right that's why he paused he started to think yeah, like, sure. I don't, I don't like, have you know, know I don't have a pussy appointment and he's so like, oh yeah, yeah no 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 yeah totally I'm fine allegedly yeah well get it where you live that's fine the problem is you're married that's the only problem here um and so you know he makes these promises like yeah no it's gonna be me and dean you know we're gonna we're gonna you know he's like i'm gonna take him everywhere with me i'm like okay it's interesting you never were taking him anywhere with you before but okay brand new i like when men always try to like you know switch it up when the mom's out of town I'm like why couldn't you just be this supportive and this inclusive and this involved when she's here when she's sitting at home crying and living in misery of her postpartum depression <laughs> um <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> right yeah it's up so she's sitting there with the eye. i don't know what happened but it, it was kind of freaking me out because I... is that not the yeah. same eye from babacon Remember the Maybe blood the vessel was popped vessel up. Just Bravo getting out of hand. It's a weak vessel, and, and that's fine. But I yeah. freaks me out personally, so that's why I was. It was very hard to watch the scene, to be honest. Um. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? Not to go too far off, but it reminded me of New York with your shit stand on. It reminded me of that flavor of love vibes. Um. <laughs> and Ashley lets it. Uh, be known to the audience that she is in fact supporting her friend quote unquote and she is mm. delivering testimony basically against Candace um, girl in favor of Monique, I know you fucking like Monique you want to ask her to talk about something from last year or maybe a year and a half ago that has nothing to do with what happened it is a character assassination it's not she, you're not asking her to give a statement of what happened because she didn't fucking see what happened. It's interesting. Why you ain't asked Karen? Karen was there the whole time. You didn't even think to ask the person that was there and there were witnesses. You didn't even ask Karen. Mm. You knew Robin was going to probably say no. Giselle was probably going to say no. I think exactly. Wendy, they're going to say no. But They were all going to say no. Because right. un first of all, it was unrelated to your issue. Me having a problem with Ashley has nothing Correct. to do with me having a problem with you. Well, really, you having a problem with me. Second of all, quite honestly, I feel like Candace is technically in the right. Right, like, y'all act like y'all wouldn't have like honestly picked her ass up and said, or you wouldn't have said, "Chris, get that well, bitch like, out my house." You know something. Like you came back and you were actually screaming and yelling at me and, and further trying to embarrass me and, mm -hmm. and and say other things, inflammatory things to me. 
So at that point, I feel like I asked you to remove your right, and it's like, and she flung it. It's like she she pulled a butter knife on her. Why y'all acting like she pulled it from anywhere other than on the table? (laughs) A butcher knife. It was like a butter knife. Why are we girl? It's like, ma'am, Ashley, you were in a whole goddamn apartment, and if I know Candace really wanted to get in the gutter with you, she could have talked about the fact that your husband. Was paying for her fucking apartment. I, you don't want to do this. Ashley, you're the last person to pick at anybody. Mm-hmm. And Karen doing this whole, I'm going to stay in the middle and I'm not going to do that. It's really funny because you sure did do that to Robin when Robin was in the middle because she's friends with Sharice and Giselle. And you said, uh, Robin, where does your loyalty lie? You won't have to pick a side. You asked Robin to do that. But when someone asked you that, you're like, uh-uh, nope. Mm-mm. Shout out to Taria. Because I was like, I so forgot about that part. <laughs> I was like girl y'all say too much y'all all are a bunch of hypocrites i love karen but girl like mm, rob karen don't do this karen don't do this right very annoying um and lastly that scene she also just lets it be known <laughs> monique knew this entire time yeah. that you know, her and Michael, which, I mean, I thought we all knew, question mark, uh, that her and Michael mm-hmm. in three sons, or three sons plus, maybe four sons, five sons, I don't know. Um, and that <laughs> I thought it was very shady of the producers to give a little flashback with the, the arrow icon. They had <laughs> that that cracked me up, because it was like... This is Monique acting fake surprise. Um, <laughs> it's like, what? Just but wait, I'm mm-hmm. confused because Monique's the I only think one that knew the first thing that came out like Monique's mouth was with know, other men. So knew, what the fuck is that also, about? Okay. I don't like it like you're being fake around everybody else. But, but if, if you, you already like, knew and that's the first thing Monique you said, I, I don't like that. Go, we have bitch, an open you... relationship, we do threesomes. I'm like, so first of all, how did this even come up? How did this even come up? It's like and also mm-hmm. I don't know who said it, but when they, they wanted to talk about there, I remember her saying there were no cameras in her basement, and I'm like, that's <clears throat> interesting. You have a security system in your house, but not in the. Do y'all fuck in that basement? Is right, that why you don't want no cameras down there? Is that what you're saying? Is that your sex room? <laughs> but it was interesting though because Ashley was basically saying the reason why I'm defending Monique in this case in writing this. Um, you know, writing this statement is because Monique and mm-hmm. well, the Samuels, she called them, the Samuels defended her and Michael. Um, and, but it was just interesting because Correct. it was a very lazy, neutral mm-hmm. kind of defense. It was really, a, I'm, I'm saving my own mm-hmm. ass kind of defense in my opinion. So it was really weird that I actually took that and ran with it. Because he is saying like, oh, well, that's interesting. I don't I'm like, I want, it's like, I want to ask people really who do like... security systems is like, is that a thing? Because there yeah. may be certain rooms I could see like maybe bathrooms not having cameras in it, but a a public area typically where people are, especially when you want to have all these people in your house and you're filming this day. Very weird. A couple episodes ago, I said this and I'll say it again. Um, I find it very coincidental that Ashley's writing blindly, wasn't there, didn't see it, but she knows that she did nothing wrong. 
And then last season, right, the cameras aren't there, but, oh, and then I think there was also a story, like, mm -hmm. we do have cameras, but, like, the footage would have overlapped by now, so we wouldn't have seen it. It, it sounds like a lot of flimsy mm -hmm. excuses. It sounds like the footage was there. The bitch knew, Ashley knew right. the bitch had the footage, and she said, you know what, I'll kill it, I'll do whatever, don't worry about it, mm -hmm. because you're my friend, and I'm holding it down for y'all, period. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. I mean, and it, it's come full circle, and so, talking about um, checks mm -hmm. cashing, She's casting in that check, bitch. Remember what I fucking did for you. Now do what the fuck you got to do for me, which is write a letter about Candace and what the fuck she got going on and act right. like you're blindly on my side. You see no other side and stand up for me because I'll be missing a lot of group events. So so talk for me. And that's what's happening. So I agree. Um, and then the next scene, the ladies Ooh. are um, arriving in Madeira, Portugal. And we're seeing the, right? you know, this hotel, this lavish, lavish digs. And it was Beautiful. really, really nice. The hotel rooms were So this really, is very really interesting. Nice. I, I don't like, know who's, um, it was a Bravo yeah. um, fan. Like, beautiful. I was wondering if Bravo children or Ashley. Because it was the trips, But they make, they want it to seem more natural. So it's like maybe they pick somebody to present it. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Because ain't no way in hell Mickey is paying for like six women to go to Portugal. Yeah, it's not worth investigating. Mm, but no, I also wonder, like, yeah, okay, okay, so production plans the trips or whatever. But I yeah, wonder if they give the ladies say. any say so, like the do quote unquote hoax. Do they choose anything? Yeah, or like anything at all, or like here's a list of hotels, pick one, or like pick the rooms, or I wonder if they get mm, any right. say so I'm at like, all, or it's literally know. production. They say production says, plans a trip. I'm like, like we're going to Portugal. Oh right. Maybe they give them like a kind of like a selection. And, you know, you choose, or whoever's like running the trip, yeah, they let them choose. Maybe like, that's it. Maybe that's it. And so, you know, everybody's on the phone with they boo, and um, everyone's you know checking in, whatever. <laughs> um, Sorry. And then we get <laughs> to dinner, and 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 what a dinner! And what I a think dinner! Where the episode gets its its B minus from, to be honest, in my opinion. So everyone's at dinner. Karen's drinking milk, and everyone makes a note of that. Everyone's like, "Why are you drinking milk?" Every and then Ashley decides she needs to have a think piece on it, and she's like, "Karen doesn't want to reveal to." I'm like, "Girl, I need to, us to also stop making it seem like Karen doesn't want to talk about shit that's going on in her life." First of all, none of you talk about everything when it first happens in your life. Not even Ashley. Okay, and Ashley can't even help. Right, talk about it's like they're never asking questions until they see it, like so I, I in the Washington it, you know? Post or right. like a blog. You're not. It seems like y'all don't have um, authentic friendships. And say, and maybe except, ironically, Giselle and Robin, because notice Giselle don't never ask about any kind of negative shit about Robin on camera because they actually are friends. So it's like yeah. one. Nobody owes you any personal business. Yeah. Uh, Karen, you did not have to call a press con conference with your quote unquote friend, Matt. She's like, y'all can ask me any question you want. I'm like, girl, I would never. I'm like, I'm not doing this shit with y'all and not even feeding them. I'm like, I thought it was hilarious that she didn't even feed them. She gave them peanuts. Here's some peanuts and some water, bitches. Guys. I'm like, wait, why are you having this meeting about what's going on? Because at least Robin <laughs> went to you directly. It's on camera, but she... Didn't say, let's get everybody together to talk about her taxes. Right. Girl, and if Robin girl, did, we, girl no. Mm -mm. Robin, you got Joanne the scammered. We're not, we not doing this with you. <laughs> right. <sighs> well, right. Twice now. Anyway. So, um, 
Yeah. So whatever, fine. <laughs> Y'all bring it you know, back. Just <laughs> and also, because every time that Karen does reveal things, you right. Can, all of you. Y'all bring it back. I would say, like, there's a lot of people I would not tell my secrets to. I feel like maybe Robin would probably be the only person I would talk to, quite frankly. I wouldn't talk to Giselle. I don't hate Giselle. I feel like I'm like Kendrick. I'm a green-eyed bandit apologist. Um, I still wouldn't tell. Giselle seems like a fun, happy hour person, but don't get too deep because your business might come back to the rest of the group. It's going to come out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whatever you tell her, just be prepared for that to come out. Be okay with that coming out. You know what I mean? Don't don't sit and have a drunken sob story with her. In terms of who I feel like would keep your secret on the show, on this cast. I agree with um, Robin. Yeah, Robin, she doesn't run her mouth too much. Giselle is just always talking, so shit's falling out of her mouth. Robin, like, sits back and can listen. You know what I mean? And can add to a conversation, like, can have a conversation. She's not just trying to, like, she comes here with an agenda to spout off a fucking, you know, some drama. Like, Giselle comes into a scene knowing she's going to spill the tea. Therefore, it's void. Mm, You know what I mean? Robin might not tell anybody else, but she'll tell Giselle, which is basically like telling everybody else. It might. You know what I mean? So, quite honestly, I would trust. Yeah, that's true. With my information, and that's there on that. <laughs> then I would have to choose Karen number two. Karen yeah, I was gonna it, say keep it cute and on mute. But in either event, um, they all decided to do some shots. Again, Karen's drinking her milk. <laughs> um, and then it takes a little bit of a turn because I don't know if Wendy is trying to secure her spot on the show or as a personality. But it's getting very, very Groundhog Day, very, very annoying. So she basically turns to Karen and she's like, Okay, you guys, like, want to hear a story? You want to hear something? You want to hear something cool? And everyone's like, Yeah, like, okay, you know, first day of the trip, you got the jitters, everyone's excited. Like, let, you know, we're, we're all in a good mood. And then she decides to say, <laughs> um, You know, since you want to talk about my degrees. And everybody's like, Oh shit, here we go again with the degrees. And then she turns it into something that has nothing to do with degrees at all. <laughs> right, that was the gag. She and, didn't have to bring and, up the degrees And turns at all. it into a story about how basically <laughs> she's named after the Wendy's franchise because her father worked for Wendy's and he got promoted and felt so great. I, thought it, I honestly thought it was um, super cute. Was I'm like, this is super. I've, yeah, I was yeah. named after our baby. Yeah, on that the was campus. an amazing so story, like, like, honestly. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, <laughs> and I and I like that. And I wish that she had just said the story without bringing up the degrees and without mm-hmm. attacking Karen. Now, I will say that I am a Karen apologist. I do love Karen. She is the grand dame to me. So I'm a little sensitive when people come for Karen, okay? However, I'm also tired. I, I just feel like, you know, we've said, me and Jay have said before on other episodes that, like, Wendy is constantly, like, looking for the camera, looking at the camera, looking for opportunities for the camera. And I just felt like her bringing up the degree thing again and bringing up that beef that had been, uh, we've settled it already last episode. Like, it, it, it just kind of, like, muddied the story. I don't, like, you, that story would have been, funny and would have been like precious like without you having said that but now that you said that i'm not listening yeah. to it and receiving it as yeah. like, a funny cute little story you, you see no, what i'm saying that's like, fine go ahead that was just me personally um i was gonna say to go with wendy looking at the camera she 
<laughs> does a lot of bits, and then one of the bits she chose to do this episode was like the Annoying. shot, like calling it poom poom, and like she is obviously watched the show and knows people has to have like tropes, and she's just casting a net and like and she'll lean into anything. If it's the four degrees, she'll lean into that. If it's the poom poom being her thing, she'll lean into that. If it's uh, I don't fuck with fake bitches like you and going off on people, she'll lean into that. Like if it's talking to herself in the mirror while talking to her daughter about political shit, she'll lean into that. She is trying to do anything. So this is, I like Karen on the show. I really, really do. However, comma, it's interesting that Karen has an issue with um, Wendy bringing up her degrees. I'm sorry, girl. Why did you bring Giselle to your ticker tape parade in your hometown? You didn't do it because she's your friend. You did it because you're like, see, I want to, I want you to see how well, how far I came. I want you to see what I came <laughs> from and what I had to overcome. It's very interesting that you hate or, and I'm annoyed. I'm like, girl, we get it. You got four degrees. I'm sorry. I'd have made fun of her at that table. I'm like, wait, like, oh yeah, well, I'm sorry, Wendy. I'm gonna let you talk. So let me help start you off. I have four degrees. Go. There you go. I got, I already set it up. Knock, knock the pins down. But it's kind of like each of the women on this show, especially Karen, wants to prove to Giselle that she's wrong about her. But she has an issue with Wendy seemingly trying to say you're wrong about me because it can't be like, I'm not impressed. You keep doing it. She's like, what is she a doctor of? You can't sit here and act like, why? I am very proud of your accomplishments but you said you she's not a real doctor because she is a phd and not an md so i'm sorry which one is it karen so. but didn't she say that in response to wendy coming out their beef is very confusing because i'm like i, I don't what had what, happened was why that you, it's like okay which one of you is j-lo and which one of you is mariah carey i think karen is the mariah carey and wendy's the j-lo like oh i do know her she's like oh i don't know her she was because one, I feel like it's interesting that she said we've never yeah. met, and then they keep showing that picture of them on a step and repeat, standing next to each other, taking the picture. And I'm like, girl, you just say like we were on a board, at least acknowledge and met, stop making it seem like Wendy's so crazy. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we were on the board together, but I feel like we didn't have anything outside of that committee. That is actually truthful and fair, and that would have been better than saying, girl, I mean, we don't have, I really don't know you. I'm like, you actually know who she is. You don't know her outside of the committee that apparently you both are in. Right. And I just feel like the real issue mm-hmm. here, and I don't know why Giselle keeps getting away with this kind of shit, same thing, and Ashley gets away with a lot of shit too. That was the one that mm-hmm. she ran like, to Wendy. Yeah, she added words that Karen didn't say to Wendy. I'm like, Purposely okay, not. so that's not what Karen said. Is- it was like that's not what she said she like, added the um, insulting she just words. said <laughs> but it's super weird that grand dom thing that grand dom please stop acting like people don't understand what you're doing karen you can't say i put myself on a pedestal but then when another woman puts herself in on a different kind of pedestal you're like girl that is late what you doing you ain't on no pedestal girl if you don't go sell us some perfume or whatever is on the Q- qvc and leave us alone like uh, yeah, both of you. It's like it's dumb. It's it's about as dumb as that physical fight. This issue that y'all having, better yet, I would have shipped her a case of degree deodorant. Like, I I'm gonna give you four more degrees on top of the degrees. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. Exactly, but I feel like Karen's already mm-hmm. said multiple times and has uh, defended right. herself and and tried to explain 
that wasn't what I said and that wasn't my intention. And that I have no right. and then she brought it up again. Say, baby, what is the I problem? Have no issue with education. <laughs> That's not the problem. And right. And then of course, because Giselle is is fucking messy, she was it's like, one of a stretch. It's just more like she it was like she just kept acting like Wendy's not on her level. But for somebody like Wendy who got all this student loan debt that we hoping that um Joe Biden get rid of. I'm sorry. I'd be if I had four degrees and some Ooh. woman with n- not the titanium glue that uh Hallelujah Candace has in her head, I'd be looking at you like, I know you not talk, ma'am. You just started working a few years ago, but then she'd be nasty and wrong if she said that to Karen. Ooh. I know how this game is played. Right. I'm just like, I'm tired of like I, I, I could have been with you. And it's only in group settings. It's like it you're not pulling her aside to say, but okay, I know I keep bringing this up. I'm like, why are y'all? It's like if either y'all want this to be for you, don't why neither true. one of y'all pulling also. each other aside and say, Okay, let's dead this because let me just say what I said. This is how I said it. So I'm glad to Karen's credit, she realized that Giselle didn't tell her out of a good place. She told it to be messy, but you're on a housewife show, so I don't. In either effect, Wendy calls herself the embodiment of the American dream. I think it's a Nigerian cultural thing. You see a lot of people. I think Yvonne Orji kind of hinted at something like that. No, absolutely, and I and I have right many a Nigerian friend, and it, it's it's mm-hmm. very like you need to be successful, and yeah. that generally yeah. means there's yeah. like three things: yeah. it's engineer, it's doctor, it's lawyer. You can do whatever of those three, but it's those three, you know. And so Wendy's already discussed how she doesn't mm-hmm. feel like doing what she's doing and how she already feels like what she is mm-hmm. doing is because of something that her mom wanted. So I think what it was is that it was and twisted it. And it's like and that knew that it's totally and out of so context. She took what Karen had said and went back to her yeah. and kind of twisted it. And now Wendy can't let it fucking go. Please. It's like it's dead and buried. We've oh. already it's it's been laid to rest already. You know what I mean? And at the same token of how we're saying, like, you know, who, why are we trying to, like, impress Giselle? It's like, well, correct, Wendy, why are you trying correct. to impress Karen then? You already said that you don't like her. You think she's fake. So why do you keep bringing it up? Let it go. If she's inconsequential, she's inconsequential. I feel like that's how I feel about it. But in either event, you know, Wendy's trying to be cute. Again, she's trying <laughs> to get that, you know, she's trying to get a statement out there. So she's like, I put a button on it. I fastened it, you know. It's like, girl, Which, it's not. I'm like, whatever canister you put it in, it keeps it leaking out. Please get better. Get some Tupperware. Bring the Tupperware back because th- whatever Gladware you're using, it is leaking. Listen. <laughs> Please. It's like, girl, we get it. You have four degrees. It's not vacuum sealed. It's leaking. It's like, uh, it is. I'm like, it. girl. I'm like, yeah. I don't blame you. We get it. It's okay. And that's good. What I thought was also interesting was that everybody in their private confessionals kind of rolled their eyes when Wendy brought oh, up. Oh, because I, I definitely would have said that. I'm like, in, 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 okay, Wendy. In, like, out at I love you. And, and Please stop this. I'm like, it's an accomplishment. And I get it because she worked her butt off to get it. So I'm, I'm like, I hear you. Right. After a while, you're like, girl, no, no. So, um, Giselle, because you know, that messy plan didn't go anywhere. She turns to Ashley and she's asking <laughs> it's her, like, girl, what are we oh, doing? So, poom poom, like, Michael's in your poom poom? Like, what? <laughs> that was so unnatural for her to try to act like that was a transition, whatever. Again, she already knew she was coming exactly. to dinner asking that question and about like, Michael. Why? 100% back on. And, and everybody was kind of taken aback by that. They were like, 100%? 
Like, what? Girl. If you were telling us last week that it was at 60. Now you're back to 100? Okay. And so it's, I mean, I don't, I don't care if it was real in this particular scene, but it was revealed at some point that mm-hmm. Juan had also cheated on Robin while she was recovering from her pregnancy um, and in her postpartum period. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did. Before they got married, after they got married, it was like, oh. <laughs> it seems Juan like he did a like, lot of cheating over that name. I'm like, That's what I'm gathering. Dixon sounds familiar. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Right. This. And then so, you know, because Karen is such a sweet, sweet woman. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, you know, she's like Giselle's, of course, going for the woman that's going through the most, and she needs to leave Ashley alone, which I thought was nice because you know they've had their own issues between the two of them. Um, and then Karen decides, you know what, I'm gonna be messy too. So she brings up the <laughs> fact that Jamal is M the fuck IA, just in general. <laughs> like he doesn't come to Potomac and, and supports her in her events. Um, that she's always alone. Now mm. she she brings it up in the context that she's generally concerned for Giselle. Right. It's just come on. That's broad. I, maybe she is a little concerned, but she was also mm-hmm. trying to be, you know, push a button because she knew that that was like a, a, a good button to push. Now, am I mad that she pushed the button? No, because Giselle needs to have to speak and account for fucking something. She's always in her, you know, everyone else's business and bringing up, you know, the lack thereof between other people's relationships. Now, it's time for you, you know, to come pay the piper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and someone had to say it because where the fuck is Jamal at? Casper, the friendly boyfriend, is always out of town and he can only come in town for a fucking 24 hours. I'm sick of it. Because anyone else, she would have been said some shady ass shit about what the fuck they had going on. What, he don't want to see you? He don't love you? He's not going to show you she love? She's supposed to say Girl, that he lives about said, eight states she away. eight which, states away. I'm like, huh? is Georgia eight was states Atlanta. away from Maryland? What math was that? Well, yeah, what math? So anyway. <laughs> yeah, she was taken aback. She usually has yeah. like the pre-written reads on a note card. You could tell she was not ready for this for one. Saying she couldn't. So she has to just go off the wall with it. Wendy's trying to kiss up to Giselle because she's trying to stay on the show and Giselle's a good play to, to stay on the show. So she's like, well, I think all of our husbands are very busy. I'm like, okay. No one's talking to you. Relax. And, <laughs> and it's a valid question. You out here worried about Michael and Bray, you out here worrying about Michael and Ashley's poom poom mm-hmm. situation. Where's Jamal? Why is he never... I mean, Rob, it's like Robin had to go through that when people were asking, hey, life? You and Juan are divorced. Why are y'all living in the same house? It was like, and it was kind of like she could have gave the same answer. It's like, y'all, we're just this is just how it works, and that's it. It's kind of like nobody in this group owes each other their business. It's like, so watching both her and Karen argue, I'm like, you're both right and wrong at the exact same time. It's super weird to watch because Karen, you're like, Yeah, you wanted to get in my business. Mm Ma'am, you held a whole press conference with water and peanuts. What you mean? Right. It's like, ma'am, Robin didn't hold no press conference with y'all. And it says you couldn't say anything either. It was frank. like the gag but, was like, um, I, I'm not allowed to speak on like, any girl, of the matter. You, no, you don't owe her anything. And also, Giselle, she's not wrong because you do yeah. ask people questions about their relationships, but your relationship is somewhat mm-hmm. supposed to be hashtag off limits, kind of like how Ashley did. 
it's like y'all both did the exact same thing in different ways and i'm like Giselle, i i, I kind of like you but mm-hmm. karen has a point it's like you can't exactly it's like you were like thrown off that somebody asked you about your relationships because you're not used to that i mean they did ask her exactly. about sherman but she was more open about sherman and also sherman was around mm-hmm. right it's kind of like I think Karen was willing to be wrong to be right. Yeah, <laughs> I think she knew right. bringing it, was it up like, was wrong, girl, but she was also like, "We've like, been doing all these." She ain't wrong because Giselle, like, you do be in everybody's <laughs> relationship too. Not so much Robin's, because again, yeah. you and Robin are actually friends, right? Because yeah. it's like I gotta get like you gotta give a point where it's due. Mm-hmm. It's like, but even Robin was sitting at the so table Robin thinking, "Damn, Karen, right?" Like, well, yeah, I think, I think, I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say like, and I and Robin did bring it yeah. up, and she was like, you know, I, I do think that if there is a relationship that you're happy mm-hmm. about, you should bring it up, like that. You know, you would. You she would approached it. Would she approached her like a friend, um, and I don't because she was trying to give you like a, a different thing of therapy because um, <laughs> in therapy you like find out people are trying. To, you're at least my therapist is trying yeah. to give me ways of looking at something differently, and that's what Robin was trying to do with Giselle because Rob. Robin is her actual friend. It's like, we want to be happy for you. And she says, as a group, of course, Robin is, is in her corner, but she was like, mm-hmm. we want to be happy for you. But hey, if we see red flags, we can't not say anything, especially when you bring up red flags that you see. I think the key to that also is just taking it from a place where it's like, it's not a right. criticism. Robin was not, is not criticizing you. You know what I mean? She just pointed that out, like a new perspective out. But unfortunately, Giselle took it as a criticism. And then she does this weird, petty mention of Juan buying rings. I didn't really understand what that meant. Is it even a J.A.Y. edited episode at this point if I'm not coming along with some post-show note? Okay, here's where we are. Basically, Jay had made the point about Giselle saying that weird thing like I'm okay with Juan buying rings and I screamed because I said oh my gosh you're reading my mind I made a mental note to say what the fuck did Giselle mean by that she meant cheap ass rings that's what she wanted to say but she held back because Robin's her friend so then she like you know what I mean in that moment there ended up being no point in what she was saying because she had to take out the cheap ass part so it didn't quite make sense um, so it was pretty wild to me. Exactly. Th- and right, I and that's think, why she didn't say cheap ass. I think the only right. right. I think the only right. reason why she didn't say cheap ass is because she remembered somewhere in the back of her mind. She's like, wait, 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 Robin is my mm-hmm. friend. I'm a dogger, but not that much. I'm a dogger because I feel criticized and I feel some type of way about that. But I'm, uh, but I'm not going to say anything because it really mm-hmm. had. No I love how she called him the pastor. I'm like, girl, you first lady in this no right now. With the pastor being around these women. I'm like, that's such a first lady thing to do. That's such a first lady. I I will say after the public embarrassment, the scandal, having to be sat down allegedly for three months, but brought back in three weeks, the scandal of Jamal Bryant. I'm like, yeah, girl, I wouldn't be counting this. Even though y'all have three children together, y'all got divorced 12 years ago. I don't know how long y'all were together, but honey, it's like, girl, I'm like, I don't blame her being cautious, but if you and Karen have known each other a very long time, right? And also, it's like Karen, please don't play me. You didn't ask out Maybe of a good place, and me. you know it. It's like you know it. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was a good question because I'm like, I think that was fair. That's what she like, didn't ask. Yeah, out of Karen's place, not but she totally wrong. It's coming from problem. a bad place, but that's coming from the exact same place of you saying, "Oh, Wendy told me this about what you said in the basement." Mm -hmm. You and you're like, right. I, you're saying that you're concerned, but I can see why Karen doesn't believe you. It, I think it's mostly because a lot more people had access to Sherman because they were friends with his ex-wife Kendall. So it was like. Yeah, they know him somewhat, but they don't really know Jamal because Jamal, you know, the motivational speaker um, for Casey and JoJo, uh, he lived in another state. <laughs> Y'all, Casey and JoJo had a reality show where they're trying to get quote unquote clean and this, they, they, this car pulls up and out pops Reverend Jamal Bryant doesn't say Reverend, it just says Jamal Bryant, motivational speaker. I'm like, I wait, what? Yes, Taria told us that, and I was screaming. I said, That takes away every bit of credibility he could ever say he had for the church. I was so confused, yeah. And so they kind of end on basically Ashley just, I guess, everybody was like, All right, well, and Ashley gives her, you know, everybody the itinerary for tomorrow, um, and then. You know, it does a little. There's like a little nightcap between um, the two friends, and basically Giselle fries her up and is like, "You should have defended me, um, or just kept your mouth shut." Pretty much. Yeah, um, and it's kind of like if if you said Robin's it that like, way, yeah, you, know, I you could. <laughs> I guess the better, argument. It didn't really feel like there was. Uh, however, you want. To anybody wants to take this is Robin could have just said I don't think she's trying to be secretive maybe she, you're just being cautious right you're just being cautious is that what you're trying to do so maybe that's what she was looking for but that's not what happened and also Robin's point was fair exactly uh, Robin deserved to have her point mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it was giving me very right now I'm watching season 9 of um, RHOBH which is a horrible season but actually better now uh, that I'm rewatching it giving me shades of Lisa Vanderpump Oh, with um Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy. Um, giving me shades of Lisa Vanderpump when she looked Dory and Kyle basically in the eye, like either you right. on camera say what I, I did not leak the stories, or we can't be friends, period. It's like they want that blind loyalty where it's like whatever mm -hmm. I say goes. If they bring up Jamal, right. even if it's fucking true, don't say anything. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, there was also a scene that I briefly forgot to mention. Um, where Ashley's calling in back at home and Michael's late and not home. Um, and he actually gets an attitude with her when she calls and asks him where he is. Oh. Um, mm. She blew it out of proportion and he was also being an asshole. <laughs> That's what I said. To be fair. It's like, yes, yes, she was being really deranged about you being a couple minutes late. But you gotta understand, she's a new mom. She's She's suffering from PPD. Um, and you know, she's this is the first time she's really awake for this here. long. Like, come on, I asked you to be here at a certain time, I don't want to hear from the babysitter that you're not home, yet. and that's not considerate for the babysitter. You don't know where time... the fuck she got to be after work, and you just right. taking time, not even calling her, at least text her and be like, I'm running late. Shit. Exactly. Um, and actually bugging out like that also tells me that she did not have a contingency plan in place, which I would have if my husband was Michael, but that's just me. I would have had Miss Sheila on speed already, had her night open, <laughs> just in case I needed her to go watch Baby Dean. But 
I guess Ash trusts her husband that much. I don't know. Um, and then the next day, Karen, you know, asked Ashley about it. And she's like, okay, are you saying, are you, were you upset because of, you know, the last time we left, he wasn't where he was supposed to be? Or are you just upset because of the baby situation? She is such an operator. I love how she tried to pull up a picture of Dean to explain. <laughs> Bitch, you were crying because Mickey answered the phone on fucking trash. And because you automatically went back to that place of, damn, he was just inside of someone. That's why he has that type of energy. That was the type of energy you're like, fuck, I was just getting my nut. Like, what are you calling me for? Like, that was the type of, and you knew he did that. Yeah, and you, you and it. you heard that energy. Yeah. And you know that. And so mm-hmm. that's why you're crying. So you can pull up that At picture all. of Dean it's if like, you want. Play, play Bitch, that's not why you're crying. What you doing, sis? It's like, girl, why are you acting like we stupid? She thinks we are. Um, she really does. I'm like, I'm, it's just very interesting because she's lying to herself the most. It's really peculiar. Um, but, you know, like I said, I, like I've already said multiple times on different episodes of this podcast that Ashley's just trying to secure her bag. That's why she's having two kids. That's, that's the secure number, two. Okay, she just needs to make sure that she has at least two heirs to the throne, mm-hmm. and <laughs> she's gonna have to get out. Then she's gonna, gonna leave get out. That's it. Yeah, she's trying to get out. I, I, listen, I feel her on that one. Um, and then you know they're just all enjoying their trip. I don't think anything untowardly happens. Um, they're in this little what is this called again? This like little cable car. There we go. Um. Everyone's having conversations. Everyone's talking about, well, Candace, Robin, and Karen are talking about <laughs> Ashley and, you know, Michael and her postpartum depression and why she was really crying. And <laughs> I guess in the other car, they were talking about Karen, um, Karen's beef with Wendy. And, you know, she brought it up. You're a doctor. Yes. Anyone who's educated knows a PhD is a doctor. Okay. No. We know it. It's okay. It's all right. And then it gets brought up again, which is interesting. It gets brought by like lunch. <laughs> and I, it's not even worth talking about, honestly. I feel like at this point, now we're at the end of the episode. Girl. And, and that's that on Oh, that. you didn't want to call so, talk about Giselle FaceTiming Jamal, her Molly? Oh, <laughs> me, me. Jam- mm. She FaceTime Jam- Jamali. My Jamali. Um, awesome fake shit. <laughs> awesome fake shit just to make it seem like you know they're good. Um, you know, at the end of the episode, we'd like to say who our housewife on display is, and this doesn't have to be somebody who's um. positive necessarily, but just anybody that you feel like <laughs> was really highlighted in this particular episode. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Oh no, that's fine. I would have to say it is Robin. For me, it's it her. Only have to be a housewife because I'm like, girl, thank you for actually bringing some levity to this. It's like, okay. Karen's not oh. totally wrong. So she found a voice. I, I appreciated Robin for that. I'm like, oh, see, and that, hopefully that was through the. She's just. Giselle's puppet. I'm like, Robin got her own voice. I think the problem is she typically agrees with Giselle, so that's probably why uh-huh. it seems that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like she gets a little lost. Yeah, I agree. Jay, um, I was going to give it to the grand dame for 
coming mm-hmm. for Giselle. We haven't seen yeah. anyone I do agree. so and nail it and actually get Giselle shooken up and frazzled. I agree. Good job. Mm-hmm. Nasty work, but good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I thank her for doing the nasty work. Someone has mm-hmm. to do it. Um, and you could tell she got Giselle bothered because Giselle was going like, to laugh it off. She was like really like stewing and brewing about it and brought it up again the next day. Had to like FaceTime Jamal and let these hoes know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's bothered. Um, and Robin saying something about it in mm-hmm. basically an agreement with Karen just kind of further, <laughs> you know, yeah. irritated her, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so Stephanie, I just want you to pull okay. your social. Well, Love you can find, find you. the Milk Minutes podcast wherever you uh, listen to your podcast. Just found out that I was able to add my podcast to Audible. So it's at Audible now, but it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio. If you want to follow Ooh. the show, all the, the handle on all the social medias are the same. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook is mocha minutes if you would like to follow me on twitter my um handle is sunny quote that because well i say a lot i quote what i quote and i say what i said um also this upcoming weekend i don't know if this is before the 14th or the 15th yeah 14th or 15th um i will be a panelist or actually a speaker at the afros and audios podcast festival Oh if wow! You go to You can actually right, uh, sign that. up for it. It is a virtual podcast, and they're using um, the Hoover app, which is I downloaded it, and oh my gosh, I love it! Um, so definitely catch Apples and Audios. There's a lot of good people that's going to be presenting, a lot of good panels, a lot of great speakers. There's going to be an interactive um, cooking. Uh, segment on lunchtime. So Apples and Audio is a great, great um, if you are thinking of making a podcast or you're making podcasts now and you're like i want to like strengthen and get more knowledge definitely check out the afros and audios um podcast festival this weekend i want to make sure that you got everything um, in before i apparently really hope that andy cohen is able to get miami on peacock for them to pick up another season it's interesting that you can't get them to get another season of bravo but that's neither here nor there um yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's. I can't think about think of anything else. Right. Um. Sure. I was never a big mm-hmm. uh-huh. Miami fan. Okay. I mean, I just went back and watched because you know hashtag quarantine. I went back and watched the last the Dallas from season one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if I rewatch Miami, I can get like excited like everybody else is. I'm like, I wasn't the biggest Miami yeah. fan, but <laughs> I was a fan of Joanna Krupa getting smacked after she put her hands on Adriana. She said, stop following me. You pulled her and she slapped the dog piss out of you. Yeah. <laughs> I liked Miami seasons one and two. <laughs> Season three was kind of like you could tell it was getting toward the end. They can find. They did one. They did one mm. little. Um, I know it's only one season. They can, of it, but they it's can like, find it hey, in their heart. Other people, excuse me. Everybody needs to see back. the glory of Paul yeah. Wharton, okay? And his blonde tips. Come on, I love it. I love Paul Wharton, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but DC was so. It was so powerful. <laughs> this one season. It was great. <laughs> but alas. I appreciate it. Thank um, you so much, ladies, that, for having me. This know, has been so much fun. Um, 
I hope you have fun. We enjoyed having you Absolutely here. not. And y'all got to come on through because uh, uh, November, December, I'm trying to get all the Bravo folks yes, to be thank on. You so much. Don't I got to get stranger. on the Bravo. I got to get Bravo um, on G. Um, yeah. Bye, guys. And on that note, thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Stephanie. And yeah. <laughs>